Welcome to the Pillars of Smoke podcast. I'm Mag. And I'm Sam. What a jam, bro. This was one of my favorite songs as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, I, I think love it, this song. I think it's I think it's just like the funk concept that it has within a jazz song. Yeah. It's amazing. So uh, there was a there was a uh, a PlayStation 2 game that used to have this song in it. Hmm. And it was it was like a street basketball game and it was like all about like dunking and stuff. Yes. That's oh, where this song man. that's where this song really comes from. Or that's not where it comes from. That it wasn't created for that game, but NBA Jams. No, um was wasn't it? it? I think it was NBA Jams. I think so. Yeah, the one, that sounds the one, familiar. It, the dude has like a huge like a afro. Huge, yes. yes. Yes, that's the game. <laughs> That's the game. I used to play that in my childhood best friend's house all the oh, time because he had a big old TV back in, back in the day. And you know, when you had that big TV, yep. it was like a big square thing. The gigantic square. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so plastic. Had, yeah, plastic the plasma. Screen. <laughs> he used to have like one of those awesome like big TVs back in the day. And I remember that song. Like the first time I heard that song as an adult, it took me back to his living room. What? Playing that video game with him. And absolutely getting dogged because he was an absolute dogged. monster at that game. <laughs> those, those are the memories that I have with that song. So uh-huh. every time I hear it, it takes me back to NBA jams when I was a kid. Bro. What, what's something that for you that, that it'll like instantly take you back to your childhood? Oh, man. As soon as you hear it, smell it, feel it, like, it cut, like see it, anything, it'll take you back to being a kid. Hmm. That's there's a lot of things, man. That's a good question, right? There's a that is a really good question. Dang. And if you guys are listening and you have something, write it in the comment section. Let us yeah, let us know what your nostalgia is. Yeah. What takes you back to your childhood. So what's um, nostalgic for you? Huh. Oh. <laughs> uh Dave Brubeck's take five. What is that? You don't know Dave Brubeck's Take Five? No. Yes, you do. Refresh yes, you my do. mind. Uh, it's a song, man. Oh. Bro. It's, it's okay. So I would, um, I don't know. I was a special child. <laughs> yeah, it explains a lot. Shut up. No, sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I used to actually, because like we didn't really have like cable until I was a little older, probably until I was like, 11 or 12 so like sure. my early childhood um i grew up with like the antenna tv right right and uh i grew up i had that too yeah, <laughs> yeah. having so, to go up and like adjust the antenna yes. for, the, for the good signal and like the little and the tv had like the knob on it oh like, man yeah so i i used to watch a lot of pbs so then saturday mornings like i'd watch the cartoons and mm-hmm. then in the afternoon i'd be playing like with my toys Mm-hmm. in my room and i'd still have pbs on and it was like usually at that time like on saturdays there was either like a jazz concert or like some type of opera going on or right. classical music so 
my taste in music for jazz and classical kind of came yeah, from that. Came from. Um, and I remember uh, Take Five Take was five. playing on there. Take Five. And then, the, and then they would always play it on a 93.9 Smooth Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that station. Oh, that man. That was a good station to listen to. I never really... I never really started to appreciate that station till I was older. And then they took it off. Yeah. Now now it's uh what is it now? Uh 88.9 Light FM. Is no. it that one? No. No, no, no. no 88. Point, no, that's uh 101.5. Oh. Uh 88.9 I believe now in Miami is the uh, serious jazz. <laughs> oh, serious. We're getting serious. We went, about we went jazz. from smooth to serious, but now it's like you get on there and half the time they're just playing like Latin jazz music, uh, <laughs> which isn't bad, but you know, it, it, you know, it's not, it's probably the one that I listen to the least. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Jazz is music for musicians. Mm -hmm. That's how I've always heard it illustrated and people talk about it like that. So, if yeah. you like jazz, we want to hear about you. I, I would love to like talk to someone who who deeply knows jazz Oof. and just appreciates it for what it is and can talk about it. Obviously, those people are usually musicians. Yeah. So I love talking to musicians who know jazz just because there's so much complexity in it. Like oh, I definitely. love to know how it comes together because sometimes it comes together by mistake. Yes. So and I think and I think the I think what I love about jazz music is like it's it's very different from almost any other style of music because right. in a jazz song you you know the 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 elements is usually about four or five different instruments sure um but any one of those instruments whatever it is that they're playing can be played on its own sure like yeah, what what, I can see what that. like whatever their whatever their their mu like whatever their sheet music is yeah. for that instrument for that song they can play that on their own and it would still sound like a cohesive piece. Like it doesn't need something else for it to sound the way it's supposed to sound. Sure, sure. Like if I were to take a metal song and break down each part. Not nah, no way. The drums. You cannot put the drums on their own and be like, oh, no. yeah, this would be a dope song. You're just going to be like, what song can I attach this to? Right. <laughs> right. A bass riff, the same thing. The only thing that can get away with like with like metal or rock music is the guitar because it's the melody. Right. Like and that's just, and that's the same thing with most music now where it's like whatever is playing the melody is what can get away mm. being on its own. But with jazz, everything is almost its own melody. Yeah, I can see that. They just all work together. Cool. Yeah, man. Nice. We have a fire going yeah, on. We, the we, smoke we, is burning the we, crap out of my eyes. It's nice and chilly out here, though. It's a nice 57 degrees where we are. Dude, that's awesome. It's amazing. Thank you, God, for today that. Today was the best day ever, bro. I got I got the chance to play a little bit of golf today. Oof. Tell us about it. And, man, you know what? No, I was kidding. I had a lot of You know what? In the first... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to walk you hole by hole, all 18 holes. <laughs> no, um, but it was it was nice and nice and chilly today and i was commenting to one of my friends this evening that i went in a quarter zip and so it's a quarter zip up uh that my girlfriend got me for for christmas it's a nike one it's a really super comfortable it's not only for golf you can wear it all the time anywhere mm -hmm. or whatever so 
I wore it today to go actually go play golf today. So and I take an extra T-shirt with me. Right. Just or another golf shirt, really. Uh, just in case it's actually hot outside or it gets hotter or warms up because mm-hmm. you know Miami weather. Yeah, it's 50 degrees you know. in the morning and 90 in the afternoon. Exactly. But I, I wore it all day. Oof. And I didn't sweat once. Oh, that's good. But it was also really windy because that tornado was rolling around in Naples. What tornado? You didn't hear the, about the tornado warning? No. All I've heard today is uh, <laughs> the only thing I've heard uh, being blown up today is Mike Todd's Smearing his spit all over some dude's oh face as a, as a sermon illustration. Dude, I heard, bro, I heard as soon as I got to the golf course, I was playing with a couple guys from the church, and that's what they were talking about. <laughs> I look at, I look at, at uh, I look at one of the pastors, and I'm like, dude, can you imagine if that guy gets like an eye infection? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Bro, forget that. that. Imagine, suck. imagine if Mike Todd calls that guy up in two days, and he's like, hey, I'm positive for COVID. Oh uh, my God. <laughs> Absolute savage. Hold on. Hold on. Where is it? <laughs> oh my god! Not that I want to joke about COVID because it's serious, and I've known a few. I've, I've known people who have died from this, but it's like, why would you think it's okay to spit into your Jesus hand? Did it? His, <laughs> I don't think Jesus, Jesus is spit is. Capable well, that's what he did of spreading germs. That that's way. what he did. He used his spit to like heal someone. Okay, but this was different because Mike Todd legit like I was divine spit into his hand, like he loogied into his hand. That's why and smeared it on this man's face Just to the like point where like all over, dude. It was to the point where like the like in, if you watch the video, I didn't watch it. I didn't want to watch it. If nope. you watch the video, Not like the it. spit falls into this guy's mouth and dribbles off. Like it's the, and on top of that, the dude has a beard. He kissed Mike Todd. Ew. No. Ugh. It was it was just bad. It was bad. That's the only thing I've been hearing about on the internet today. Yeah, no way. That broke the internet? That broke the internet, bro. <laughs> that broke the internet. And if you go look at the comments everywhere, it's like, what is this man doing? Yeah, no, bro. no way. Not happening. Sorry, dude. Sorry, <sighs> Pastor. I'm going to punch you in the face if you do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, so tonight. Or tonight. This today. episode today. Whenever you're listening to it, we have our final episode on Habakkuk, Habakkuk. 3. Habakkuk. 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 Chapter 3. And I, I really, I've, I've really enjoyed our study in Habakkuk. Oh, definitely. It's been very sobering. Quite enlightening in my own personal prayer life and my oh. own personal like conversations with the Lord. Yep. Just because I kind of like wanted to follow in Habakkuk's footsteps and be like, Lord, act now. What yeah. are you doing? What are you doing up there, bro? <laughs> like, this sucks down here right now. He's just kind of telling you, like, shut up, sit down, and wait. Just wait for it. It's going to get worse. <laughs> I'm not prophesying, but I just thought that was funny. Um, and I think, I, you know, I, the first chapter of Habakkuk, very interesting. He starts off with this powerful, uh, just crying out to the Lord in a very intense way, mm-hmm. questioning God, Lord, what are you doing? We're being... Um, you continue to let wickedness go yes, on and yes. your righteous people are falling. And You look down on iniquity without doing anything about it. What are you doing up there? And the Lord responds to him, just wait for it. If you think it was bad, it's going to get worse because I'm sending you the Chaldeans. <laughs> That's going to be fun for you. Um, this is... Uh, and then... 
he he kind of like explains to them um, who the Chaldeans were and right. just a quick overview of like, man, these are the worst of the worst. These people boast about uh, their wickedness. They pillage cities. They take uh, cities under under siege and all these things. And mm-hmm. and uh, but then he also kind of reminds Habakkuk like, hey, even though they are wicked, their time will come where I judge them as well. Yeah, in chapter two, he goes on and he tells them, hey, I'm going to judge them just like I'm just like I'm disciplining you, but their judgment is going to be worse because they have no hope. Mm-hmm. They don't have hope with me. They have no hope in the one true God. They make little idols for themselves that aren't going to save them. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a lot worse for them. So that kind of like brings us to chapter three and Habakkuk now has a different perspective yes. as he starts writing this. Because yep. that first chapter was basically a supplication and a prayer to God. And then chapter two is basically... uh the Lord's response of what's going to happen to to the Chaldeans and, and the judgment that they're going to incur. And then chapter 3 is kind of Habakkuk making peace with God's decision right. and with the way that God is doing things and how he's doing it. But enough talking, let's dive it's, into this it's, thing. It's really like a fruition of like, like the Lord kind of just reminding Habakkuk of who he is. Yep. And then Habakkuk kind of just like, Humbling himself before God and saying, okay, I'm going to trust you and praise you. For sure. For sure. So let's jump into this. Let's Habakkuk chapter 3, mm-hmm. verse 1. Uh, a prayer of Habakkuk the prophet according to Shigania? Is that how you pronounce it? S-H-I-G-I-O-N-O-T-H. Shigionia. Shigionia. I, if you know Shigionis. how to pronounce this, please let us know. Shigionis, uh, <laughs> Shigineth, however you pronounce it. Uh, a prayer of Habakkuk the prophet. O Lord, I have heard the report of you and your work. O Lord, do I fear. In the midst of the years, revive it. In the midst of the years, make it known. In wrath, remember mercy. God came from Taman and, and the Holy One from Mount Paran, Selah. Shake you not. What? Sorry. <laughs> I'm still thinking about it. Man. Sorry. Shake I'm over here not. three verses away. <laughs> this man still is shaking off. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so Selah. Uh we're gonna we're gonna pause here for a second. Yeah. So there's 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 a there's a common theme here uh in chapter three mm-hmm. where we see this word Selah pop up three different times. So the cool thing about the word Selah, um is it's it's a pause. Yeah. The the, the Hebrew like the de- the definition of it in Hebrew is pause. It's a, it's an exaltation. Right. It's a, it's it's something that you're supposed to stop and lift up. But uh the technical definite where not the not the definition of selah but the technical term in the in the writing is that it's an interjection. Right. So it's an interjection that's meant for you to pause in light of an exaltation that's supposed to happen in light of what you just read. I just said that backwards, right. but it's a, it's a pause in light of what you just read or what you just heard. Right. Exalt the Lord in that. Right. And it's, so it's, so it's, we want, you want to pause for these moments mm-hmm. uh, as you're reading through scripture. The only other time that you're going to see these, this word Selah pop up is in the Psalms. Sure. So this is something that's very interesting to know. Yeah. Um, so he's writing here like David would be writing in the Psalms. Exactly. Or like the Psalmist would be, be 
writing. Exactly. You can consider this almost a psalm. Yeah. Because it has Selah in it. So here, here in verse two. Um, so what is see, it that he? What is it that he's wanting us to stop and reflect on? Well, he he wants us to to think about this. Like he he's earnestly. He earnestly begs of God to relieve and secure his people in, aff- in affliction, uh, to hasten his deliverance and to and to comfort them in the t- in this uh, in the meantime. Right. So while in this waiting period, he wants or he's begging God and saying and, and just asking God and, and, and supplicating to the Lord, Lord, just be with us. And during this time. Oh Lord, I have heard the report of you talking about, hey, I heard that you're going to send us the Chaldeans uh, for a disciplinary judgment. And your work, oh Lord, do I fear. In the midst of the years, I revive it. Mm. In the midst of the years, make it known. In wrath, remember mercy. Mm. So in that in that time of in this in this interim period, continue to remind your people that there is a judgment that's coming. And mm-hmm. I think that's the reason why the Lord told them, write all this down right. for the next generations to come so they don't forget it. Mm-hmm. Why? Because this is a promise that I'm making to you, but not only is it a promise, it's a prophecy. Yep. This is definitely gonna happen. This is going to happen. Yeah. So so here Habakkuk is starting to reconcile and in his mind, and he's t- he's starting to come to grips with the idea that the Lord is going to judge. Yes, and the people of God need to be reminded of this continually, mm-hmm. in order for them to worship the Lord. Right. And in light of what you just talked about, in light of the common theme being Selah here, why is he saying this? Well, the people need to remember God. Yep. So we continue. They need to they need to remember God and also remember cry out for his mercy. Sure. <laughs> sure. Cry out for the mercy of the Lord. Uh so or can, he's asking the Lord here to or he's yeah, he's really telling the Lord in wrath, in your wrath, remember this. In, your, in, in your wrath when you start to pour this out. Remember remember to have mercy on us. Yeah. Like do what you need to do, but have but do Please it mercy, mercy. Do it mercifully. Yeah. I think the Lord's mercy was that he gave them a warning. Yes. So I think that's also part of this. This writing, a perspective that we can have here is that the word of God is a form of not only his mercy, but his grace. Mm. It's, it's certainly unmerited. Oh, definitely. Like we didn't need, the Lord didn't need to give us. He didn't even give us a forewarning no, of what was going to happen. Absolutely not. Especially a written one. Oh, so on tablets made of stone. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we continue uh, 3B. His splendor covered the heavens and the earth was full of his praise. His brightness was like the light. Rays flashed from his hand, and there he veiled his power. Before him went pestilence, and plague followed at his heels. He stood and measured the earth. He looked and shook the nations. The eternal mountains were scattered. The everlasting hills sank low. His were the everlasting ways. I saw the tents of Kushan in affliction. The curtains of the land of Midian did tremble. Was your wrath against the rivers, O Lord? Was your anger against the rivers or your indignation against the sea when you rode on your horses on your chariot of salvation? You stripped the sheath from your bow, calling for many arrows. Selah. And again. Again. Another one. Another one. And here it's like, I saw you do this. I saw you come against everything. What was your wrath against? It seemed like it was everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like it seemed like you were just 
pouring this out against everything. But here it's also cool because it's like he mentions it's like your wrath was against everything as you rode on a chariot of salvation. Like, and then you strip the sheath from your bow calling for many arrows. So it's like, like that first one, it's okay. Here's the wrath of the Lord. Here's what he's going to do. Be merciful, father. What say law. And then the second one is kind of like the Lord is moving. Well, read up to the third one, read up to 16. So this, yeah. So let's go. Cause you kind of, you kind of need the whole thing yeah. to understand this. Uh, verse nine, you split the earth with rivers. The mountains saw you and writhed and writhed, writhed. The raging waters swept on the deep gave forth its voice. It's, it lifted its hands on high. The sun and moon stood still in their place at the light of your arrows. As they sped at the flash of your glittering spear, you marched through the earth in fury. Your thresh, you threshed the nations in anger. You went out for the salvation of your people for the salvation of your anointed. You crushed the head of the house of the wicked, laying him bare from thigh to neck. Selah. So here he he calls to mind the experiences which the church uh, formerly formerly had of God's glorious and and gracious appearance on 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 her behalf. So all the things that the Lord was doing, He's calling to mind all of these memorable moments in the Old Testament. And he's writing them down in order to re to remind the people of the faithfulness of God. So you know when when he brought to Israel when he brought Israel out of Egypt uh, through the wilderness to Canaan, and and, and there were um, I'm going to say this and and there are many there are many times um, of wonderful deliverance for them. So yeah. check this out, like. For example, in, uh, let's see here, in, in verse 9, right. he's quoting Psalm 79, or so, excuse me, Psalm 78, 15. Right. And then verse 10, it's another reference to Exodus 19, 18. And uh, um, there's another one in Psalm 93, 3, in, in, in verse 10. So basically, in every single verse here, there are multiple references to work that the Lord has literally been doing. This is not just simply, um, uh, this isn't um, fluffy language that he's using here. Right. He's using things that have happened in the past. Things that have actually things that, happened. Things that the Israelites, as he's saying it, because for us, like we have these cross references and we have to go back and we have to read these things and everything else. But remember like, the 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 whole tradition of the the tradition of the Israelite people was oral communication. Yeah, it was oral stories. It was it was them constantly reiterating these stories to their children over and over and over and over mm -hmm. and over again. So everyone knew these stories. Everyone knew what he was talking about. Like in verse eleven, the sun and the moon stood still in their place. The light of your arrows as they sped. Like everyone would have known what he was talking about because there was probably an instance in their history. Where this happened, yep. and they saw it happened, and there are soldiers that could testify to this and everything else. So it's like you have him here saying, "Look back, keep looking back. Remember what the Lord did yep. for us back then. Remember yep. how He came to our aid back then. Remember how He saved us back then. Remember how He was merciful back then. Remember all these things as the coming tribulation is going to happen." Yep. 
Remember that he is going to continue being faithful. Remember that he is going to continue saving his people. Remember that he is going, going to continue being merciful in his discipline. Woof. So, it, it, I mean, it's been the usual practice of God's people when they have uh, distress and, and, and ready to fall to, to, to despair to help themselves by, by recollecting their experiences and reviving them considering the days of old. Yeah. And, and and the years of of the ancient times that have that have gone by and and pleading with God in prayer as as is pleasing sometimes to plead with him mm-hmm. um, through prayer. So it, for example in in Psalm 97 uh, 77 verse 5 I have considered the days of old the years of ancient times. Mm. Uh, David here is writing the psalmist here is writing that in times of distress what's comforted him the most has been to remember and recall the faithfulness of god right whether it be the deliverance from egypt the 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 taking of cana or the the gift of cana really not even the taking it's the gift of cana that the lord gave him land um the lord's um provision in times of need manna being sent from the heavens so that is what habakkuk is following the trend that that the psalmists had already established in remembering and recalling the lord's faithfulness for comfort for comfort for provision for Mm -hmm. protection for salvation for going forth before them and fighting their battles for them like he's just constantly telling them hey look Remember all this stuff. Yep. Remember what the Lord has done in your lives. Remember what he is capable of. Remember who he is. Yep. Like, and that's such a powerful moment for Habakkuk because it completely changes the perception of who we think he is in the beginning of this. Yeah. Like we meet him in the beginning of this book as some whiny guy. Yeah. Lord, why? <laughs> why are you doing this? Lord, please end our turmoil, end all these things. And then the Lord is just like, hey, do you remember who I am? Yeah. Do you remember what I did for you? Mm -hmm. And here Habakkuk is leading the people and saying, remember, stop and stop and meditate and recollect and just reflect on everything that he has done in the past and have faith. Again, we go back to the righteous shall live by faith. Have faith that the Lord is still who he is. It says who he he is who he says he is. Right. So, and I love that you that that you that you thought back on that idea of, or you you brought up that idea of here Habakkuk. It, it, it may seem like Habakkuk is like this whiny guy in this first chapter, but we also have the idea that Habakkuk is approaching the Lord with the idea that the Lord. M- it's not it doesn't seem righteous to Habakkuk what the Lord is doing. And when we start to to really recall the work of the Lord, we do see that the Lord is actually righteous in right. everything that he does. So and sometimes we have misconceptions of oof. who God is based on the temporary circumstances that oof. we're living in, but we've completely forgotten all of pa- all the past grace that the Lord's had on us. Preach. That's what that's what Habakkuk here is basically 
attempting to clean up mm-hmm. is the idea that God is an unrighteous God. Mm. Because he says it, Lord, Lord, you're righteous, you're holy, you're a rock. Mm. Unmovable, unchanging. Mm-hmm. You are who you are. And you will be that forever. And completely set apart. Absolutely, completely set apart from who we are. So our temporary circumstances will never change the faithfulness of God. Mm. That's such a good reflection. And we're not even done yet. We're not even done. (laughs) We're not even done. We got four verses left. Sorry. So verse 16. I hear... No, I stopped at 15. Oh, my bad, my bad. Uh, Verse 16. I hear my body trembles. My lips quiver at the sound rottenness enters into my bones my legs tremble beneath me yet i will quietly wait for the day of trouble to come upon people who invade us Woof. so it's just kind of like habakkuk kind of finishing all this up like lord i'm going to remember who you are and even though i'm scared crapless of what's coming i'm going to wait mm-hmm. i'm going to wait patiently because you have told me that the wicked will be judged one day i'm going to wait for that day I'm going to let you take your vengeance on them and do whatever it is that you have to do. And whatever you have against me that I need to go through, I'm going to go through it patiently, even though it might hurt, even though it's making me feel sick. Absolutely. Uh, and then here we go into verse 17. Here's how, here's how this book ends, y'all. Uh, Though the fig tree should not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, the produce of the olive fail, and the fields yield no food, the flock be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls. That's that's bleak. Wow. That is that is a bleak. That's a very bleak outlook. It's a very bleak outlook. Even yep. though everything collapses around me. Yep. Verse eighteen. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my mm. salvation. Come on, read that again. Read that again. <laughs> there should have been a sailor right there. That's for real. <laughs> Verse 18, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. God, the Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the deers. He makes me tread on my high places. Mm. And then he finishes it to the choir master with stringed instruments. Wow. It's, it, it's That's so powerful. Oh my gosh. It's amazing because at this point it's like, not only did he give prophecy, not only did he have a recollection of all the things that have happened in the past, not only did he point us to reflect on these things and reflect on, the, on, on God's goodness and his faithfulness and his righteousness, but then he also told us, no matter the circumstance, rejoice in him anyways because he is still the God of your mm. salvation. Mm. He is still your strength. Come on. And he's still will give you the give you feet like I don't okay so this is something that we don't understand all the time like you you really have to look at these illustrations sometimes in scripture and you have to go back yep. and you have to think yep he makes my feet like the deers he makes me tread on my high places if you are a hunter you will understand this reference <laughs> if you're a hunter you will understand this reference if you are not a hunter you may not understand this but a deer a deer can literally go anywhere yep its legs are, are its legs are fine, its, its legs are thin, its hooves are thin, so they can kind of tread wherever they want, and they're strong. Yeah. They're strong enough to carry them up a mountain, 
they're strong enough mm-hmm. that they can dip. Mm-hmm. They can at at the at the sound of a branch breaking, a and deer can a deer can flee immediately. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get tripped up. It just goes. That's beautiful. It just goes. It goes wherever it needs to go, whether it's a rocky area, whether it's a wooded forest, it doesn't matter. It can go through a water area because of the way that its legs are made, because of the way that its feet are made, because of the way that the Lord made a deer's feet. So for Habakkuk to say, you make my feet like the deer's, he makes me tread on my high places. Amen. Amen. And then he says... Choir master, lead the people in worshiping the Lord with this song mm-hmm. wow. so that they remember wow. who he is, what he's done, and what he's going to do. Yeah. That's, that's what I love. And that's, that's what's kind of cool with this, with this whole Selah thing because we're looking at a prophecy. And normally with Selahs in the Psalms, Everything is looking back. Yep. Everything is always looking back and pointing backwards at God's faithfulness. And here Habakkuk is using this same this same principle. Same. Yep. Hey, look back for a second, but look back for a second to remind yourself that the Lord is still going to be that faithful as he was in the past in our in future. future. The same way he was our salvation in the past, he's our salvation in the future. Even Whoa. though... Your future looks bleak. Even though your future looks bleak. Even though there's no fruit on the trees, there's no food in the land, and the flock is completely gone. The Lord is still good. He's still your salvation, and he's still your hope. That's what I love about this passage is that Habakkuk affects himself with holy concern for the for the present troubles of the church. The present troubles of the church. Think about that. With holy concern. Not circumstantial concern. Hmm. Holy concern. Concern that is set apart from this world. Uh, but but he encourages himself and others to hope that the issues will that the issue will be comfortable and 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 glorious at last, even though visible means are failing. Oof. That's what Habakkuk is mostly concerning himself with, is not only does he want, not only is he appealing for the Lord's mercy, but he is reminding the church that the Lord is faithful. Therefore, we should live by faith. And worship him properly. Absolutely. That's, man. And, and that's just, It's just such a good reminder for us today. Oh, absolutely. 100%. It's such a good reminder for us today because it's like, we can kind of look around in our situation. And it's like, I'm going to be real with you. Going into the grocery stores right now, there's barely stuff on the shelves sometimes. Yeah, like, and what's there is super expensive. And what's there is super expensive, and you're like, like I don't want to pay for this. We're like twenty five percent marked up, thirty percent marked up at the at, at grocery store sometimes. In- inflation is going up. Things don't look good. There's like rumors of war happening, like, and yet, 
God is still faithful. Yeah. Like God is still faithful to provide for his people. God is still faithful to protect his people. God is still faithful to give direction for his mm-hmm. people. Just the same way he always has. And he always will. And he always will. And it's and it's it's such a good reflection for us to stop and remember what he has done in the past to remind ourselves that he is going to continue doing that for us in the future. I think that's that's one of the things that I love about Piper's book, Future Grace. Oh, absolutely. It's 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 what it talks about. It talks about God's grace in the in the past, mm-hmm. how how it is a reminder for us of his grace in the present, and how both of those things are a reminder for the grace that he is going to have for us in our future. And it's a not only a reminder, but it's a it's a call it's a call to confidence. It's a call to confidence. Oof. Why? Because he's been faithful in the past. He's been, he's faithful right now, and he will be faithful in the future. Mm-hmm. Therefore, if he wasn't faithful in the past, if he prophesied and it didn't come to fruition, he's not God. Oh, but it's always come to pass. Always. And the biggest confidence that we have that Habakkuk didn't is Jesus. Mm. Jesus, Habakkuk was here looking at a at a disciplinary judgment that was coming for the people of Israel. Mm-hmm. But you and I have the sacrificial judgment of Jesus on the cross to look back on mm. for the Lord's faithfulness tomorrow. Oof. And it's a it's it was such a monumental movement that it changed the calendar. How everyone lives life day to day. How everyone is reminded what time schedule they are on is time basically stopped at the time of Jesus and it changed the world forever. And O Domini, in the year of our Lord. Absolutely. And you know what's crazy is that society and circumstances will always try to pull away from God. Mm Mm-hmm. Like I think, I think of it. I think like like, and that's and and even even that like time being changed, like the calendar being changed, the calendar being changed. We change that because of that instance. That's right. Because it's Anno Domini. That's right. And the year of our Lord. And the year of our Lord. And the year of our Lord. And every time you'd write that, it was in the year of our Lord, 2021, 2022, in the year mm-hmm. of our Lord. And recently they changed that to the Common Era. Yeah. Now it's CE. Yeah. And it's it's almost as if. They want to pull your focus away from God's faithfulness. For sure. For sure. It's they want to make you forget about they it. They want to make you forget about it. But it's been written down. Mm. And it'll never change. And this is why the Lord told Habakkuk, write it down. Write it down. Because there's always going to be someone who's going to read it. And this is the question, and it's even based on our what we heard Pastor Omar talking about this past weekend mm-hmm. are we diving into scripture are we are we really diving into scripture and and uh submerging ourselves in the richness of it to remind ourselves of the lord's faithfulness Oof. in times past and in present day and in future and in future times so where are you guys standing right now is your worship based on circumstances? Or, or is your worship based on who he is and who he will always be? That's right. And I think that's I think that's such an important 
place to leave Habakkuk with. Yeah. How are you worshiping the Lord? And are you living by faith? Amen. Oof. Amen. Man. This has been a great study. It has. What I we, love it. What are we doing next? I don't know. Y'all have to stay tuned for that. Maybe we let them decide. Ooh, that's a good one. Why don't y'all let us know what you guys want to hear? Uh, or give us book. Give us a book that maybe you want to go through that maybe, you've never gone through, or maybe some topics yeah. that you guys want to hear about. Yeah, throw and some we'll, questions in there. Maybe yep. that we can answer for you guys. Have some good conversation. Oh yes. Any, get some special guests in here. Give their input. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, who knows? Maybe, maybe we might. We might have a guest or two in the future. Yeah, definitely. God willing. But y'all got to stay tuned for it. Absolutely. Grace and peace. Love you guys.